Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Betfair Edge, wherever you're listening right around the country. Miles Fitzner with you and Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today and as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I'm joined by the superstar of SEN Track. He's the six-timer. There's not a race he hasn't won. His name is David Taggart. Hello, Tagaloa. Ah, Miles. Pleasure to be here, mate. Pleasure to be here. As I said, I'm joined by you and we're also joined by one of the main men at Betfair, and it's a pleasure to have him in the studio, Corey Flanagan. He is a star, this bloke. He came on the Betfair edge for the uh, the Ascot races. Yes. He tipped up a storm. He hasn't we've... had much sleep tonight, uh, last night either. No, and we've got him back to uh, run us through the Goodwood Carnival. His name is Rory Fl- Flanagan. Hello, Rory. Morning, gentlemen. Nice to be back. Hey, you guys have got... You guys used to work together, didn't you, at G1X? Is briefly, that right? yeah, briefly, yeah, briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. six to eight weeks. So you yeah. know each other? Yeah, yep. he was a whippersnipper, Rory. He's, uh, I didn't recognise him the first time I saw him after about five or six years. I reckon he's growing like it's half, a, half a foot. I can still remember the vision of my coffee cup shaking from tags banging on the desk. <laughs> did he go to the David Taggart School of uh, School of Tipping? He's coming a long way. David, did you give him a few pointers? Well, that, was my fir- that was my first job back basically after after 10 years, nine years of uh, after the isolation. Fall. Yeah, after the fall. As I said, it took so long to recover. And then you're sort of uh, in limbo for a while. But that was my first job back. I had a little part-time job. Rory was there, of course. Uh, and then it became boutique and I stayed on. And Rory's moved on to bigger and better things. He's flying at the moment. We're going to talk about the Goodwood Carnival coming up. We're going to run through a lot of those races. A couple of things I want to talk about today, gentlemen. One, we've got Hannah back on deck. How good's this? Yep. Boys, after done last week. For, done a playlist for us? She's got a playlist too. And uh, so hopefully she's oh, on the tunes yeah, today. because well, I'll, I'll be the judge of that. I've changed studios. But... A few things I want to touch on. We've got the lay-bin coming up. We've got to talk about, and you're always good at these tags in regards to things that we want to lay from the week or sport or life. Uh, mm. But I want to do a bit of a wash-up. Now, the footy results. Uh, Don't look, talk to me about it. The Mighty Cats. <laughs> How good are they going? Called the game last night. Um, let's talk Port Adelaide Geelong first. At one point, Port Adelaide, $2.39. The highest in-play price was 1000 to one. They came back and hit the lead on Betfair. And Geelong, well... They were $1.69 starting price. They got to $2.74 in play, and the lowest in play was $1.01. So that was uh, Port Adelaide out to $1,000. Tell me this right, Rory. How can something be out to $1,001, considering it's a two-horse race and the Geelong is $1.01, which is 101 on? It's just it's basically when the market just decides that's it. Not, it, it surely nothing else can happen from here. The result can possibly though. change. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then the robots take over. People have got programs in where they... Yeah. You know, it's, they decide that it's, it's done. They have it to take a dollar and one to, to guarantee, you know, easy money because the result should should be an absolute certainty. Well, so in, in, in actual fact, it's probably only really 100 to one or 150 to one chance, but th- the market stipulates that it's 1,000 to one. Well, it's mm. the highest, highest it can go. And it's, amazing, isn't it? It's a good part about Betfair, but, I mean, no one saw Port Adelaide coming out and kicking eight to one in the third quarter uh, and, yeah, and well, hitting the front. It's crazy. Richmond Fremantle's an interesting one. Richmond started $1.91. Fremantle started $2.08. Now, in play, Richmond, uh, their highest in play was $2.60. Fremantle's highest in play was $6.60. Profit, profit. Oh, gee whiz. Even though it was half, uh, your dividend's been half, but you're always making a profit any way you bet. 
Yeah, and if if you're one of the people who's who's you know if you're backed both and you keep trading it in play, mm. you, you you're laughing because you get the result. North Melbourne and Hawthorne was they started a dollar thirty and three sixty, ended up a dollar oh one and four dollars yeah. twenty lowest in play. That was pretty standard. Correct. Sydney Adelaide was pretty similar, dollar fourteen yes. and seven dollars forty. That was all over. Brisbane Gold Coast an interesting one. They started that was a, a wishy washy game. Yeah, a dollar twenty one and five dollars twenty, and then the highest in play price a uh, dollar ninety for Brisbane and a hundred and ten to one for the Gold Coast. And they looked like they were half a sniff at one point, weren't they? Well, they were up by a couple of goals uh, late in the third quarter, were they not? In that three quarter time. Yeah, and we're going to touch on the Brownlow in a, in a minute as well mm. too, in regards to that game. Bulldogs uh, Melbourne. Well, this is interesting. The Melbourne started a dollar fifty nine. The Bulldogs two dollars fifty four. Now, their highest in-play price, wait for this, Melbourne were 1,000 to 1 in play and the Bulldogs were $10 in play. 10 bucks. You could have got about the doggies. What do you mean Melbourne were 1,000 to 1? In, oh, in like, play, like when the game was over at the end. Oh, obviously. at the end. But, okay, but, yeah. but $10 for the Bulldogs in play. Now, that's when Melbourne were 27 points up yep. late in the second quarter. Yeah, the Ds the the hit a dollar and, and eight cents, so... You know, if you're if you're laying that for a hundred bucks, you're nearly getting you're nearly getting more, or you're you're getting more than a thousand bucks. Now Melbourne's won; they've lost five of their last eight games. What do you think, mate? <clears throat> now, I was speaking to uh, a Sydney Swans player this morning, actually, and discussing <laughs> it. <laughs> Won't name names, but how how do you go from out of the five games Melbourne's lost, four of them you've been up by four or five goals or better? Is that a positive or a negative? Oh, I just wonder. I wonder whether or not they've gone back like the the big dynasty teams and the good teams have. Hawthorne did it. Geelong did it. Brisbane did it back uh, a long time ago, where they go back and have a mid year preseason. You said that, yeah. But yeah. You said that, but that's over now. Yeah, I know, but that's where you can drop a few games. Um, yeah, they did. They dropped those three in a row, but they shouldn't have dropped. They shouldn't have dropped last night. Yeah, it's ru- it's running and out of form. They've but been up look, by four, four, if, five goals. If you look at the way they play, though, even last year as well, they. They've had, they have, they've had teams that are sort of, you know, neck and neck, a bit of a dogfight, and then they'll just <clears throat> blitzkrieg them in 10 minutes yeah. and, and boot eight goals. Game over. And that's what they did in the grand final. Yes. That's why they won the flag. Because the, the dogs were all, were all over them in the grand final. Early. For half yeah. the match. Mm. And, and then they just destroyed them in, in 10 minutes. And it's this season they haven't been able to, to hit the afterburner and, and just gas teams all of a sudden. No, but the, my, as I said, though, they've been up early before yeah. half-time by four or five goals. Yeah. And for, if it's, out of the and four may, of the and, five games at their may, Maybe they had that belief last season that mm. they know that, that that burst is coming and they're just ready for it, ready to hit that extra gear, whereas this year it's nerves and they say, oh, oh no, we've lost a few now. And then it's instead of hitting the gas button, they hit the panic button. Yeah, And then they maybe. start making common mistakes, coming out of the defense, defensive 50, doing it the wrong way compared to last year. Um, injuries... You know, teammate fights, all sorts. Yeah, not, as, not, not as smooth sailing as last year because they're the hunted now. Boys, a couple of things I want to get through too. Um, the North Melbourne's heavy loss in Tasmania yesterday. Betfair now have a market up on both the Ruse and the GWS new coach. Very quick thought on either of those. I think Clarkson goes to the Kangaroos. That's almost he's, certainly his, his interview. He was scathing. He was he wasn't happy with being linked with the North job. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll stay out of that. Three of his best mates are there. But the market's up on Betfair. You can go there. Uh, quick one on the Brownlow I want to touch on. The Brownlow market, Andrew Brayshaw, $3.90 with Betfair. Lockie Neal, $4.10. Clayton Oliver, $4.20. Petrarca, $9. And then Took Miller, $13.50. Cripps, $16.50. Sam Walsh, $25. And then you're right out. Now, 
Lockie Neal again last night, 32 touches, 10 clearances, 18 contested possessions and seven inside 50s. They gave Took Miller the, med- uh, um, the medal, but Izzy Elise gets two. Monster. You guys got a Brownlow thought? See, now, the next, the next few Friday nights, Friday night footy um, games, round 20, you've got Dockers versus Dees. So that's going to be massive for Brownlow markets. And then in the final round of the season, you've got the Lions versus the Dees. So... Mm. It, Larry it could, Oliver it knocking all, on the door. Could be all change, all change. And if and if Melbourne, you know, win both those and Oliver, you know, steamrolls midfield, gets 35, 40 touches in both of those, he he could wrap it up. He's got a just, break in just the in those two, Just in those two matches. Yeah, he's polled well early. Yeah, Miles has got a love affair with uh, <laughs> Lockie Neal. Well, I do because I got him at 26s. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, and I've got him into the Cats, him in to win it, him into Brisbane to win it, him into Melbourne to win it. And they were going along all right. Yeah, so I've got I've got a position anyway, and I know a few mm. do. A couple of other things I want to touch on. You can join us on the text line 0499-736-736. Five goals for Jamara, missed a big multi because Jacko McCray got 29 and I had him for 30. Fair income from Lemon. Uh, yes, Oliver was the same. Scotty yes, from Wagga chimed in with his best. Oh, you have to send him in a little while, Scotty from Wagga. Um, we'll get to them on track side. On your tag, so you're the champ. Now, the lay bin. <clears> We've got about three or four minutes before we go to our first um uh, first break, and you can text in. We want your we want your input too. Thoughts on the new high tackle rule, draws in AFL games, and wet racing and tracks. This lay bin, right? Tags. This is where we put things in life, in racing, in sport that are absolutely just shouldn't exist. That suck. So it's like, you know, people standing up to get off planes. You know, that sort of they're the sort of things we go yeah, down. Oh, like. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. And the and the people that when you're in front of them and you're still sitting down. The ones that are up behind you standing up, they think they're entitled to go past you first. Yeah, no. Nah. Because you're, you're sitting down. And you're you're the only sensible one that's... Because the, no one's moving. Yeah, that, you're so, spot on there. So, we'll start with you, Rory. <laughs> Have you got something to go in the lay bin for the week? Yeah, uh, Splendour in the, gla- in the Grass. The <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Bay. Sitting in front of the heater with a, with a nice red and just... Just enjoying all the the pain and suffering that all these people that have made going to a music festival their personality for the last six months, only to have it washed out and their tent float down <laughs> down the hill in the water. I don't mind that from well, you. Did why you s- would you have it in the middle of winter? Yeah, well, I know it's big, Byron, Byron Bay. Byron Bay. It's just it's it's just the New South Wales arrogance that they think you know we're yeah. going to have perfect weather all the time. <laughs> did you see double the rainfall every <laughs> yeah. season? Did you see the guy? Exactly right. This guy's genius. He took a shipping container of gumboots there. He sold the shipping container of gumboots in about 15 minutes, like at the start, and then he just left. Rolled up with a shipping container of gumboots, sold the lot, left. Unbelievable. (laughs) That's 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 seeing opportunity. That is that's genius. Um, Tags, what do you want to put in the lay bin? There's a lot of things that you don't like. What do you like? Well, as I said, my pet hates this uh, the whip rule with the jockeys. I've touched on it so many times. So uh, may put that in the bin. The, the, oh, the whip rule. I want to lay uh, full throttle. I'm with the with the whips at the museum. This, they use these this calling off of races and some of these wet tracks. I'm going to lay now. Something's got to be done. Like this year's been nuts. But I mean, we've had two meetings abandoned yesterday in Sydney. Yeah, but I want to I want to touch on Sydney though. How when there's Group One racing, I hold on. It was wet, I was wet, I reckon it was wetter in the autumn. Yeah, and and they're and they're racing. But oh no, we'll have one race. I oh, call them off. That's that's two meetings they've lost in what three weeks now, Sydney, is it not, or four weeks? Yep. And if it was the Group One Queen Elizabeth, they'd run it. Yeah, they're running or the BMW, and oh mate, amazing. Yes, yes, what on? 
You're spot on. But it's also not having the stomach to just call it earlier. Like, well, let's 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 have everyone show up on the day. Let's waste everyone's, you know, yeah. early morning, four o'clock in the morning start. Let's all show up for one race. Oh, not too wet. Pack it up, go home. When they couldn't have worked it. The out. rain continued, so if the rain stops, they probably go ahead. That's the thing. Yeah, but like, just get it out of the way earlier on. Yeah, but that's the whole yeah, thing. You're going to know there's a, ra- there's a thing called a radar, radar. and you talk you to a meteorologist and you go, hang on, we're about to get 35 mil of rain here. Mm. How about yeah. we save everyone the hassle? We're going to call it off after one race. Don't come. Yeah, correct. Reschedule. Mm. But that's exactly what they're not right. doing early and, enough. And you're talking highway races too. They're coming from everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Highway. They've, they've got to look, at, look after the participant, I think. A lot better. They would have got paid out the highway because they would have been there, but it's still not the point, though. You still want to run and well, it's good prize money. It costs a petrol now. You oh, ship, huge. ship yeah. a horse all that way, pay the, the bloke who's driving the truck. The floating, exactly right. You know, it's not cheap. To, well, a lot of them cut their own That's, cattle, but it's it's still not cheap. That's definitely in the lay bin for me. Boys, uh, don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis, only on Betfair, and as always, gamble responsibly. couple off the text. Rhino said Clarko wasn't happy about the $1.6 million. nothing about being linked with North. Yeah, well, he's three of his best mates are there. And big fella, Lockie Neal, no votes last night. Sorry, Miles. No, he gets some big fella. Happy to have a wager with you on that. Um, yeah, I, uh, he gets, you have to. 18 contested, 10 clearances. Hey, uh, let's go to our first break. On the other side of this, so tags, let's put, let's put the young fella and see how good he is. We want to talk Sussex Stakes, Goodwood Cup, the Nassau, if I'm saying that right, and uh, some other Group 2 races at Goodwood. Rory Flanagan to give us some tips on the other side of this. This is the Betfair Edge, thanks to Betfair's new Brownlow predictor, Gamble Responsibly. One Seston, and you'd think Vokes, the favourite, might get it done there in front of Unique Glow. We'll watch that with interest. Uh, Miles Fitzner, David Taggart, Rory Flanagan with you, thanks to Betfair's Brownlow predictors. Been right three years in a row. Check it out today and Gamble Responsibly, as always, call 1-800-858-858. Let's look... To the Goodwood Carnival, Rory, you've been uh, superb overseas. Nothing short of excellent. Mate, uh, the first one we're going to touch on is the Sussex Stakes, but, geez, Bay Ede is as short as short can be in a race like this. Yeah, well, he's, I mean, at that price, as far as I'm concerned, he's still value because he should be a dollar ten shot. You know, he's he's in Winks, Frankel territory as far as I'm concerned. Um, they, won't, they won't beat him here. It's just another question of, of who's going to run second to him, just like it was at Royal Ascot. Um... It's a downhill track at Goodwood, so he'll probably probably win by further than he should. Karibis is a bit short because he's going to be taking him on the three-year-old form, the three-year-old allowance. I actually think um, alcohol free is a bit of value to run second, to run second after she bagged a, another Group One last time out. Um, she won this race last year, so she's got you know credentials at the track, uh, credentials at the tri- at the trip, and she'll she'll love the conditions as well. So I think Baid will, will run one two from alcohol free. Like that, uh, we'll go to the Goodwood Cup, and I know look, Tags hasn't done international form here, but I know he's been frantically writing these down. But do you still have a bet overseas, Taggart, or not? No. Okay. <laughs> right, let's go to uh, the Goodwood Cup, mate, uh, and hopefully I've got this right. Just Kiprios a favourite here. Yeah, he is ahead of uh, Stradivarius. So this will be this good race. Stradivarius's mm. final race. So this will be his, his swan song. Um, and every time he's contested a Goodwood Cup, he's won the race. So when they put him out due to conditions, like being a bogged track, um, he hasn't lined up. That's that's the only reason he hasn't won a Goodwood Cup. So I see him... Well, they've also booted off Frankie Dettori from the ride. Ooh. So he co- he cost the horse the race at, at Ascot. And uh, as well as the previous... That's a bit harsh, isn't it? For every... Day, one bad ride and uh, we'll sack him. 
Well, mm. it's been two bad rides, so. Oh, it's been two, has it? Usually, usually, yeah, yeah, if a jockey rides one bad, you keep him on because he can't make the same mistake twice. You wouldn't think so. That's that's the, the old saying. Not one of his quality. <laughs> well, well, they've had a falling out, so. Oh, they've had a proper falling out. Yeah. Oh, gee whiz. Um, all right, let's, well, so if we can get a tip there, we'll just while we... Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Just don't choke um, us, mate. I know we're... Uh, so, yeah, so <laughs> at Senny's actually going to ride Stradivarius in his last race. Um, the conditions will be to suit. It's, it's a downhill track, so he can travel. You know, he doesn't have to travel uphill as much and, and do as much work as he usually does. Um, and, and he likes... It's a, it's a shorter straight than Ascot, so it's more relying on a turn of foot, and, and that'll suit him. And I, I actually think getting a run in the race, he's actually a better chance of turning the tables on Kubrios. So you're, you're top three there in the Goodwood Cup? I like Stradivarius from Coltrane and Kubrios for third. All right, let's go to the Nassau. I know, I know what I'd Stradivarius. <laughs> yeah, I know I don't say this right. Nassau? Uh, Nassau. It just Nassau. Uh, Nassau. And we've got another shorty enough here in Nashua, um, which has been heavily supported early. Yeah, she's been at about two dollars into like a dollar sixty, um, and that's going off the fact that she's the only seems the only real form horse in the race. Um, her form, her collateral form around her isn't exactly stacking up. I mean, she ran third in the Epsom Oaks. She then went to um, sorry, then the two horses that beat her, Emily, Emily Upjohn last night, ran a stinker in the King George, pulled her head off and, and finished tailed off. And Tuesday went to the Irish Derby. They had such a high opinion of her that they paid up a late entry fee for a hundred grand for the Irish Derby, oh. and uh, and she didn't fire a shot. So and then the rest of the the, the Oaks form hasn't stacked up anywhere whatsoever. She got a thirteen out of ten ride in the uh, French Oaks, and that's why she won her Group One there. I just can't can't see a reason why she needs to be a dollar fifty seven. I think it is now here. She lay here. I actually think that there's a good good chance to to, to make a or have a relatively low risk lay at that, at that price because a horse like Lilac Road who's massively improved and it loves running on a cricket pitch you know will want that firm firm ground um, I think Lilac Road is is a good chance of, of, of you know knocking her off at, at that price and I'd, I'd you know I'd almost put her forward as a lay um, and then with a little bit on uh, Lilac Road Oh, I don't mind that out of it. Now, there's another couple of Group 2 races here that you want to concentrate on. Do you want to give us yeah. one or two of those before the news and then we'll come back and sort of review all your tips on the other side so that people can write some of these down over the Goodwood Carnival and work through essentially the days like we did last time, Rory. So what do you like in a couple of these other Group 2 races? Yeah, so there's a, not to be confused with the King George last night. There's a 1,000-metre race called the, the King George Qatar Stakes, which is a, a sprint. Uh, that's the race that Hootson ran in, I think, two, two years ago, three years ago. Uh, there's a horse called Mitbahi. Now, Mitbahi um, got no run into the race at, at, at Sandown last time. Just strung up hopelessly on the fence, didn't get a shot at them, went to the line relatively, you know, with plenty more to offer. Um, and I think with a clean run, has got a much, much better chance and, and will reverse the form with, with the horse that beat it. They're both the same price. So 
I think the certainty beat is the, is the value option to take. So it's called Mit Bahi in the King George. Mit Bahi in the King George. And then uh, what other race are we going to go and to? And then uh, there's, a, there's another race called Gordon Stakes. Um, Gay Waterhouse's mega bucks purchase called Who Your Mouth's running in that. That's, that's I think it's the second favourite. Yep. Uh, he missed the plane out here. So she's left him in, in the UK to be trained there for a little bit. But Charlie Appleby's got one called New London. That's the favourite, isn't it? New London's the favourite in that. He yep. dotted up at Newmarket, looked a really, really good horse. Um, I think I think he's potentially uh, potentially like a St. Ledger type. Um, I think, and, and even, even potentially a Melbourne Cup type, if, if Charlie Appleby wants to bring on the plane. I think he's probably one of the better bets of, of the whole week, and you can get about $3.50 for, for New London in the Gordon Stakes, and that'll be on, I think it's Thursday night at midnight. Thursday night, midnight. So... There's sort of the races you just want to touch on. Do you want to review we'll review the tips? And then I want to ask you on the other side of the news uh, when we do that. I want maybe two or three horses we can keep an eye on that are going to come over for our Spring Carnival that you might have over there that are marked. And Tags might want to ask you too. A couple off the text here, boys. Uh, uh, happy with the new high tackle interpretation um, until the... They've sent emojis here, so we can't really yeah, read them. no idea, yeah. Uh, surely, Tags, irrespective of the rain, in recognition of me tipping the card at Randwick yesterday, you'll accept my Facebook request. <laughs> John from Bentley East. Well, you equaled me, Johnny. Yeah, and Benny MP, a mathematical punter. I was lucky yesterday, lads. Heavily laid Duke of Hastings. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I was I was on him. Should have won. Yeah, I was on him. Um, what did you make of Pasquero yesterday, boys, just quickly before the news? Probably that was looking for more ground. It He's had further. nowhere to go. Needs further. Yeah, but he was sort of niggling out. I, yeah, I, I think maybe bigger track and, and once further. Yeah, Caulfield, too tight. Um, we're going to jump to the news. On the other side of this, Rory Flanagan... Why is it too tight? Why is it too tight? I had this argument with everyone. <laughs> it's a tight home turn. It's not a tight home turn at all. I don't think it's a tight home turn. It's no. just a tighter track. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't say that. Is no, Caulfield tight track, too tight. Yeah. I didn't say tight turn. Ah, oh, too tight. Oh, yeah. Well, Tyrone, you do with it. What's yeah. it? Is it lock stock when he's back in the car? It, it's, 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 Caulfield gets a bad rap because of the Sydney horses coming down for the first run at Caulfield in the in the spring. Yeah. You know, when the jocks go, it didn't get around Caulfield and they're on a Sydney horse. No, it was, well, you're on a strong leg, mate. Have you seen That's that? what it was. Is it lock stock and two smoking barrels where they, yeah. he's trying to back the car? And he's like, oh, yeah. you, you can't fit in there. Too tight. <laughs> Too <laughs> Park tight. a jumbo jet in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very defensive about Caulfield, mate. My home track. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. uh, look, yeah. you can get defensive on the other side of this. We're going to go to the news <laughs> and uh, we'll run through Rory Flanagan's tips and a few horses to follow out of the spring carnival. We'll be back. This is the Betfair Edge and Betfair's Brownlow Predictor's been right three years in a row. Check it out today and gamble responsibly. Sunday Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same-game multis only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Just quickly, the three at Hillsville. Mitch Bayer's best. The three mm. at Hillsville for those listening out there right around the country. Oh, you're not going to get on. Oh, I tried to come back in time, but yeah. text came through off the text machine a bit late, Mitchy boy. I apologise. Sunday, Betfair Edge. Betfair's Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. It's probably not going to win anyway. No, nah, it's getting no room. No it's, room. Oh, oh, it's probably a good thing, B. Yeah, good thing, B. Anyway, lucky we didn't get that out. Um, the Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. Check it out today, as always, and gamble responsibly. Miles Fitzner, David Taggart, Rory Flanagan. Rory, I asked you to do this last time, mate, and it went superbly well. I want your top five bets for the carnival, starting with... The fifth best up to your best of the Goodwood Carnival, please. Ooh, um, Aiden O'Brien hasn't confirmed what he's running in the vintage stakes yet. 
um, whatever he runs, I think there's a horse. It's either it's going to be a horse called Greenland or a horse called Hans Anderson. It's probably going to be Hans Anderson. But if he runs Hans Anderson in, in the vintage, uh, I think he'll win. Um, I don't rate the Chesham form whatsoever from Ascot. And I think that horse will, will be much better than anything that's come into that sort of um, form line. So Hans Anderson. Hans Anderson is number five. Yep. Right. Uh, number four. No, number four will be Midbahi, the one I mentioned before in the in the uh, King George print. Okay. Uh, just GS. just a complete forgive, complete forgive last time. Um, much better than than what he's actually shown, and um, plenty of upside to him. And, and a, a thousand meters on a on a rock hard deck really suits. Yep. Num- um, number three. Number three, we'll go with Stradivarius in the Goodwood Cup. Every time he's run in the Goodwood Cup, he has dotted up, simple as that. So um, I think he didn't get a chance to show anything at Ascot the last two years. He was never put in the race. He had horses falling in his lap on the fence. It was just just a complete horror story in the coffin two years in a row. So returning to a track where he's going to get a run at them and going to have room and be produced... And uh, a new jockey, a jockey change. I, I think he can go out a winner um, in his in his farewell race. Number two. Uh, number two uh, will be. Um, I'm not sure if if she's going to line up, but uh, there's a race. There's a race won by a, a smart horse. Some people might know if they follow the UK form called Space Blues. So he won the uh, the Lennox Stakes a couple of years a couple of years ago, um, and he loved that race. And there's a horse that fin- fits that similar profile with him called Sacred, where she's doesn't quite get the mile, but needs a bit further than a sprint. So 1,400 in, in, a, in a group two really on, on fast ground really suits her. So Sacred in the Lennox Stakes, Stakes group two. In the um, Lennox? I think, I think she's a $3.25 chance. I think she's a, she'll be one of the better bets of the week. And your um, best bet of the week? Uh, best bet of the week will be New London in the Gordon Stakes. Ooh. I think I think you know he's got so much versatility that that Buick will just you know he'll jump he'll jump him out to the front and then if they decide they want to take him on, they'll they'll cut themselves up trying to take him on because he's, he's he's got a you know really good galloping engine. Um, and if they if they want to go too hard, he'll just sit in behind them and take a nice trail, and and be produced. Um, and it's a, it's a downhill. It's a downhill finish at Goodwood, so he'll be, you know, he'll be prominent, which usually suits good horses at Goodwood, and you, and you want to be close to the speed. So, I think he's a he's a massive chance to to knock off the Derby form with Gay Waterhouse's horse. Rory Flanagan, top five: Hans Anderson, Mitt Barhi four, Stradivarius three, Sacred two, and New London one. They'll all be up, of course, on the Betfair Hub as well. You do your profiles up there on the Betfair Hub. Yes, I'll be doing one every night. I'll have back and lay selections, and um, I'll give it a, a, a roughy one at a, at a price in the uh, in, I think it's the Stewards Cup called Inver Park at about nineteen dollars. Inver Park at nineteen. All right, they'll all be up on the Betfair Hub now. Tags and I both want to know what horses are we expecting to see over here for the spring, mate? What, what are a couple that they've either declared intentions? They're not here yet. Um, we've just seen some of the rules and the vet rules change um, a little bit to probably suit some horses yeah, coming best, over. Yeah, for the best. Yeah, so if Aiden O'Brien decides he wants to bring horses out again, there's a horse called Stone Age. Now, that's that's the type who, you know, sit first three in run, you know, either lead, sit outside lead or, or, or box seat. He's that type. 
and he'll uh, he'll you know kick off the turn at somewhere like Caulfield or, or Mooney Valley. So he's suited to the, the Cox Plate or, or Caulfield Cup. So Stone, Stone Age, I believe it's been talked about. I think I think the um, I think the committee at uh, Mooney Valley have been trying to poach a horse, a Group One horse of, of his caliber. Um, he, he drew the car park in New York last time out, and that's what got him beat. Um, so I think a similar type track um, at Mooney Valley, the same sort of distance. I think with with a, with a much fairer gate um, and less of a you know a harsh turn. I think he's a good chance. Yep. Any others? Um, there's a couple that'll be that'll be coming out. Um, State of Rest, obviously coming back for the Cox Plate, and then they're going to retire him to start after that. Um, the Golden Eagle, Charlie Appleby's got. Um, couple of horses he's bringing out. I think Noble Truth and Modern Games. Both of those are $17. Whichever he sends out of here, uh, out here, out of those two, I'll be backing. Yep. Um, so that's Noble Truth and Modern Games. And as far as a horse goes for the Melbourne Cup, um, if Charlie Appleby brings Minobo out, or New London, as I mentioned before, uh, I'll be backing both of those. And there's another horse called... Um, called... Uh, what was his name again? Sorry. Um, Hamish. Hamish has been Australian <laughs> horse. Hamish. Hamish, so Australian. Brother Australian. of Andy. Yeah. Australian connections. That's his stable name, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Australian connections have been trying to buy that horse for a couple of years and he's had sorts of in- injuries and hasn't passed the vet. Um, and if, if he finally gets aimed at a Melbourne Cup, which he's got the ability to do, I think um, I think he's a massive, massive chance. I think he's 67 bucks for Melbourne Cup at the moment. Um He'll be running in the next couple of weeks. He might go to the Ebor, um, and he might run at Goodwood as well. But I think, yeah, he's he's the the value in terms of the Melbourne Cup. What we have to do, a couple off the text machine, we're going to jump to a break. On the other side of this, if we might even get some tips or previews for the Sunday sport as well. Some markets, thanks to Betfair for the AFL games today. Um, uh, what have we got here? G'day, Miles. Have a ripping Sunday. Feeling it after a great night at Optus. Hanging with Troy Cook and Paul Hazel. We have a fill-up. Good on you, Shawnee. Uh, Benny MP, what a shame we didn't see My Fury yesterday. The trainer did the biggest pump up, uh, pump and dump I've ever seen. Yeah, geez, didn't that do the rounds? And uh, I well, think is that the Perth horse. Yeah, and that was it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. people sending those around and then just loading up off the yeah, back. Yeah, brownie. Of... Yeah, we fell for a brownie, but yeah, into yeah. six dollars. Yeah. Uh, I think it's about time it. we see some good overseas sprinters come over here and try and win. Yeah, well they that's, won't. That makes that's me not, laugh. Yeah, that that's not going to happen because because they all run in straight tracks over there. The second you put them in front of a bend, they vomit. Yeah, it sees the side of a turning track and they vomit. Like and, ten, and they're trained down a straight. Ten sovereigns well, bolts in, in in a in a straight track race in the UK. Yeah. Dots up by four lengths. Mm. They set it out to the Everest. It sees a bend. Stone Mother was yeah. last. Hey, uh, the, yep, we got a break yep. now. And on the other side of this, we'll have a run through the quick AFL markets. We'll get a lay of the day for the Sunday races and the hub, the Brownlow predictor. Uh, social media's best lay bet result. We want that up there as well, all thanks to Betfair. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay, same game, multis. Only on Betfair, gamble responsibly. It's been right three years in a row. Check it out today at betfair.com.au. As always, gamble responsibly. Few off the text. Um, so, Babe, would be, would be no chance to come out to Australia. And what about Cleveland, Rory? Yeah, uh, Cleveland, I think has just been bought by Lloyd Williams. So Cleveland's definitely on his way out yeah, here. there you go. Yep. Um, he didn't win last time out, so crucially, he's, you know, his rating's not going to go up any higher. Um, but, yeah, I think he was sold, sold to Lloyd. Um, I think he's been moved to Joseph O'Brien as well, who knows how to prepare a Melbourne Cup winner. So he'll be on the shipment out here, um, and he'll be aimed at the Melbourne Cup. All right, Rory, moving forward, uh, 
of course, to the Arc de Triomphe and, of course, the big name, mm. very elegant. Mm. Uh, her opponents, how do you see her, her herself competing against, what, the, the top echelon of these Europeans in the Arc? See, it's, it's going to be fascinating because they're going to train her in the Australian style where you build up out in distance over your prep, whereas in Europe they just go... At that same distance. All right, so you think she'll prep. be hitting this race third up? She'll she'll be. I think she's going fourth up. I'm I'm pretty sure she's going. She's going sixteen hundred. Yep. Two thousand. And then she's got the option to either go two thousand again, then twenty four hundred, or straight into the arc, or go twenty four hundred, twenty four hundred. Yep. Um, and then potentially even after that again, she has another race. She she can follow. All right, up so there's three race. lead up races before so the she'll arc. Have, she'll have three, and then she'll go. I'm pretty sure she'll go fourth up. I and you and you'll judge her form on her her lead up runs to into yeah. the arc. Um, they'll 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 all, they'll crawl because French races have no tempo. So it's it's just a question of how she handles the the style of French racing and that's, the turn of foot. Mm. Yeah, well, she's got that. Yeah. So if it's if it's wet enough and boggy enough, um, and maybe the stable could potentially you know throw in a pacemaker for her, but. Um, my, my only concern was I think she'll be vulnerable, vulnerable first up. Once she gets out over ground, 2,000 plus, a bit of sting in the ground, she'll be nice. Yeah. Boys, I just want to mention, Sale Race 1's not far away. I've done an early quaddy there too um, at Sale. So that I is up on, that. on the quaddy app. And um, I just want to get a tip out for this race here to start tags if we can. And then we'll just go back and um, and concentrate on a couple of other sports and some lays of the day. But oh, I'm, with, uh, I'm with Hennessy Lad here. I've only got three and two. Uh, in it, so whiskey hangover, looking the danger that oh, I didn't have in mind. I was with the two miles, Exonumia. I think he comes out of that river, ribble race that ran all right the other yesterday. Caulfield uh, knocking on the door, uh, on top of the ground. I think Exonumia, but I tell you what, there's no money for it. No, Rory, you had a look at sale today, not playing, just staying overseas. Yeah, no, I've, I've got my eyes firmly on on Goodwood and uh, the coming European. He's had no weeks. sleep. He's yeah. up all night. Hey, just quickly too, Rory, um, and the last one about overseas. What about um, Artorias again in France? Just back him the drum again. Just take the money. Yeah. Also, they're they're sending him to the pre Morris de Geest, which is a Group One thirteen hundred meter race. So you don't see many Group Ones over thirteen hundred. Um, the step out slightly in trip should suit. But I'm not sure they're going to go as hard as they would in a UK race compared to the French races. But um, it'll be a nice, nice, you know, a nice type of, of type of race because you get you get horses there that are suspect over six furlongs, but also it's too short for horses that are good over seven furlongs. So he could probably potentially find a sweet spot in there. I, I still think he's good enough to run run a place again. Um, he just might be a bit over bet. Yep, I like it. Uh, now, I want to run through a couple of these AFL games, and if we've got a back oh, yeah. to lay here, thanks to Betfair, of course. Uh, Carlton GWS, $1.19, GWS, uh, $6. Can you back to lay GWS? You could at that price. I think you could, because they, they mm. might jump Carlton, and then Carlton yep. will come good. Yeah, you could jump, yeah, yeah, at that price. Thoughts there, Rory? Yeah, not a, not a bad strategy. I'm, I'm actually keen on um, on laying the... Uh, the Nick Dacos disposals count. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll get to the Collingwood Essendon. Yeah, a dollar seventy nine Collingwood and two dollars twenty two Essendon. All right, this is where Rory and I have come into play here. I've got a same game, a same game multi, four dollars with Betfair. You got Collingwood to win. Taylor Adams, Patrick Lebinski, Scott Pendlebury, twenty plus disposals. So three players are twenty plus, and Collingwood to win. You get four dollars about that, and I know you like one here too, Rory. Yeah, so it's. Um uh, Essendon win, Zach Merritt, 30 disposals, Nick Hine, 20 disposals, and two-metre Peter. Who to win? Three goals, Essendon. Hey, someone's an Essendon supporter. Here. Six, you get six bucks for that. 
And there's also... Um, you want to play a bit of um, monkeys for, for him? Daydream <laughs> believer? Uh, we're, mate, we're, I'm, I'm resigned to us being a laughing stock for the next few years. <laughs> and um, let's go to West Coast St Kilda. $3.55 West Coast. I've just changed my tip. Uh, and $1.38 St Kilda. I had, I'm leading all my tipping comps. And I had, I was tipping West Coast. And I've just changed to St Kilda. Have you? Yeah. Well, well, that's a good bet lay then, isn't it? Well, yeah, because it's they've had three games of soccer on Optus Stadium or two games of soccer. It's teamed rain. It's going to be an absolute slop. Adam Gilchrist came on the Friday show. He said, take the under 166 yep. and a half. Um, but West Coast will trot, but it's too important to St Kilda. I mean, they, they, they have to win this to stay alive, don't they? Yeah, but we see what St Kilda's done in the Oh, past. no, they're, they're, they're absolute cakewalkers. And West Coast are a bit better than they were in the first half of the season. But if you're leading your tipping comp, right, you've got to... You have to tip St Kilda here. Oh, yeah. You've got to take the safety, don't you? Do you? I I don't know. I think this is a danger game for the Saints. Yeah, I I, I had them tipped until 10 minutes ago. This is me absolute slog in the wet, and and that's where, you know, Mm. you you sort of drop down to the level of the other team. It's going to be a cage fight. You watch West Coast will win, and you'll be kicking yourself. Well... As they're loading for the first I'm just hoping play. that everybody else will tip St Kilda and play safe too because I'm, I'm on top and I've got to protect it. So, sale about to go. A couple of other things. Um, the hub, don't forget the Brownlow predictor. There's social media's best lay bet result. Don't forget lay back with Tom Haylock and the crew. All the hub, all the Rory stuff for overseas goes up on the hub as well. Check it out today. I want a lay of the day uh, for you guys in regards to um, sport, racing, you name it, what it is. I need a lay of the day. St Kilda. You just said it. You're going to lay St Kilda. Lay St Kilda. Ooh. I'm laying Essendon. Got, I don't think got... Essendon get anywhere near Collingwood. I reckon they flog them. Essendon put in a bad one here, I think. Yeah, I reckon Nick Dacos will finally get some warranted attention and uh, and not exactly have free reign to rack up you know, a million R- possessions. Rory, but... I saw him live here two weeks ago. And I can't tell you how, like, to see him live is unbelievable. Oh, no. no, You just see where he runs, what he does. They try to put people, like, yeah, he's smart. The way Essendon play, and and as an Essendon supporter and follower, like, I just think... Who gets him then? They might put, they might have Caldwell run with him, potentially. Well, he did Um, a good job on Lockie Neal, didn't he, Caldwell? Yeah, exactly. Um, It just depends what type of influence they want to negate. You know, if, if they want to push him further back and let him have, you know, free reign off half-back, then I'm, then I'm in trouble. But There's a lay of the day. We're racing here at Sale. Hennessy lad just dictating terms here. This is what I'm after. It is. Exumi has three back the fence. It wouldn't have a little bit of luck. And He's just trying to pop off the fence. The danger now, for me is whiskey hangover. Come on, rack off whiskey hangover. Oh, he should have gone back to the inside. Come on. Come on, Hennessy. Come on, Hennessy. Come on, Exumi. Back to the inside. You're going to have nowhere to Come go. Come on, Hennessy. Come on, Hennessy, lad. Let's go, Daniel Stackhouse. Let's go, Stacky. What's this thing in the yellow? Yeah, it's going to grab oh, it. Oh, look it? at Exumia. It's going to come over It's going to oh, yeah. come, come over late. No, come on, kicked. Hennessy, it's fight. Kicked. It's kicked. It's kicked. It has too. Yeah, buddy. Play mind. the music, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My baby, he don't talk sweet. He ain't got much to say. Put up the canvas, that one, Milo. Well done. Right, fought back. And I yep. uh, only had two in the early quaddy, and I needed because I didn't have the four Ivan's hero. I'll tell you that much. That's Woo! a classic mood. Classic moods debutante with the nose roll straight to the front, oh. straight yeah. to the lead, control. Yeah, I don't know what the go is in 
when he trained previously, he wouldn't have that them shadow rolls on it. But now he's put, puts them on every yeah, runner. Training more European inf- European imports and bred horses and getting, you know, picked up some tips when he went to Royal Ascot, perhaps. Mm. Boys, uh, the Sunny Coast coming up, race number one, two. You think the favourite just gets it done here. Um, look, uh, if there's anything that's probably going to get anywhere near it, um, if you want to have some sort of like... It's a three, little... it's a three or the... Yeah, three and the four. I, I think, well, I think it might be the three. Mm. Um, Camo. So if you wanted to take... <laughs> oh, go. Oh, sorry to all the Irish listeners. What is it? Pronounce, pronounce Kiva. Oh, yep. So, Kiva, take, if, I don't know, if you want to have a, take, I don't know, take Kiva in an exactor or something, one and three, or do whatever you like. Um, actually, just don't go to Betfair and lay this one. Um, you can go there and back it if you're going to, because I think it'll win. Yeah. Um, hey, gents, not wet in Perth today. Cheers, Scotty from Bayswater. Yeah, but it'll be a, <laughs> still be a slop, though, Scotty, I reckon. Uh, love a hot Milo on a Sunday like that. Miles, I'm leading the tipping comp with the West Coast. Never trust the Saints. Can we lay exactly. the favourite in the first at the sunny coast? No. And good morning, Fitz Toby Tagalicious. Looking forward to another great Sunday. Sale, race one, number seven, whiskey hangover. Come on. Well, Rock, go pour yourself one, mate, because uh, it yeah. went under. Now, Rory, yeah. loved Thank having you. you in, my friend. I really appreciate it. Uh, your tips have been super, mate. Hopefully we'll get you on in the next week or two and we'll, uh, and we'll go through them. Yeah, you're only good as your last tip, so we'll, we'll see how we go. You've been superb. On the other side of this, guess what? Sunday, trackside. Miles Fitz hey, to David Taggart. Another fill up. Another fill up. Last, last week. Uh, stay with us and send us a text if you want to get him in nice and early. 0499 736 736. Hannah's on the music today, so you want to hang around. She's our lucky charm after last week. Plenty more to come. SE and Track don't go anywhere. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.